Coming up this week, hear all about Christina's trip to Walt Disney World. Welcome to this week's episode of To the Mouse and Back. It has been a busy few weeks here at my house as my family gets ready for our own trip coming up soon. So you will, of course, get to hear all about it when I get back. If you'd like to see pictures while we're there, uh, definitely follow along on Instagram at mouseandbackpod. We'll actually be staying at three different hotels on our trip. So I am going to try to post some room tours on my Instagram stories and random pictures from throughout the trip. They will probably most often be a food that I'm about to eat. But you know, that's what I get excited about at Disney World. Um, If you haven't already, I would love it if you could leave me a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does help other people to find the show. And full disclosure, it just makes me happy to read reviews with people who, you know, have enjoyed the show. And, you know, some people have talked about how it's helped them to plan their trips. And I always like to hear that. Um, Anyway, this week, we are going to hear about Christina's trip. Now, this is the last of the trips that I recorded in the before times. So she's going to talk about going in February. That's February of 2020. Big giant apologies to Christina for this taking more than a year to post this episode. Thank you very much to her patience there. Um, But after this, all of the episodes that I'll be posting going forward were recorded after Disney reopened after the shutdown. So, you know, it's a little interesting as I was editing this one, listening to her talking about the dining plan and fast passes and stuff like that. And, you know, I always have such a love-hate relationship with hearing those things because, yeah, you know, it reminds me of how much has changed. But I also feel very confident that someday we will get back to some level of normalcy at Disney World. So it's also really cool to be reminded of, you know, how things were and hopefully we'll get back at least somewhere near there someday. Anyway, with all that said, let's go ahead and jump into Christina's trip. Hey, Christina, welcome to the show. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for being on. How are you tonight? Good, thanks. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I would love to hear more about the trip you have coming up. But before we get into the details, tell me a little bit about what is your Disney history? Well, my Disney history really didn't start until I was probably in my early 20s. Um, I remember going maybe once or twice as a kid um, with my family, but pretty much not until my later years where I went with friends and just hung out. And now my husband, he's very much into um, Disney. So for us, it's very fun. We're able to go just ourselves or then bring my um, youngest son um, with us. So really the Disney... um, has come in these later years. Okay, awesome. So as you are making your plans for your trips that you have, are you somebody who wants a whole lot of structure in your trip? Are you somebody who wants a whole lot of flexibility so you can wake up in the morning and do what you want? Where do you kind of fall on that scale? 
Um, I think I actually fall somewhere in between. I think when my husband sprang this uh, Disney World trip on me, I kind of became super obsessive and like <laughs> planning crazy. Um, and I was driving him nuts. But, um, it was really nice. We'd be out with friends and he would say, you know, really, we couldn't have done this. You know, Christina has been doing so much work. So that kind of made me feel good knowing that, you know, my obsessiveness, you know, wasn't driving him too crazy. Um, so I like having some kind of plan, but knowing after listening to to your podcast, knowing that we need to be flexible, especially with um, I have a nine year old. So yeah, we definitely need some flexibility. It's really hard because, you know, you've got your plan and you're walking through the park and your kid's like, oh, look, there's XYZ character. I really want to stop. And you're like, it is not time to get autographs right now. We have a plan. We have to get to this right before the line. Like, you can't do that. You're not going to be like, you have one my way. Like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So for the trip that you have coming up, who is going to be going on that trip with you? It's going to be my husband, myself, and my youngest son, who is nine. Okay. So he is still officially a Disney child, which is exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that was nice. <laughs> of course, in a year, he'll be a fully grown Disney adult. But you right. know, for, for now, he gets to be a child. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Now, how are you going to be getting there? Um, we are actually flying. We live in Las Vegas. So we have a direct flight, um, which I believe is five hours. Um, however, it's a red eye. So that should make things interesting. Ah, okay. So what time does it arrive? It arrives at 6.30 in the morning. 6.30. Ooh, that is very early. Um, Now, how are you going to be getting from the airport to your resort? Will you use Magical Express or will you um, find another way to get there? We are going to use Magical Express. Okay, awesome. All right. So what are your trip dates? Our trip dates are February 7th through the 13th. Okay, you said through the the 13th? Yes. The 13th. Okay, perfect. How did you pick those dates? Well, I work in the accounting department for a title company, and pretty much month end is our most busiest time. So uh-huh. pretty much all of our vacations take place during like the, the first to the middle of the month. Okay. And then where are you going to be staying? We are staying at Pop Century. Okay. How did you pick that? Uh, We picked a little bit of, we wanted a fun theming and wanted to kind of be in um, the Disney bubble. So we wanted to stay on uh, property and also we were kind of excited for the Skyliner. Yeah, that'll be really nice. Awesome. Okay. So you guys are going to be there for at least part of... Looks like seven days. How many days worth of park tickets do you have? We have six days worth of uh, park tickets. uh, One day per park. I think that's what it is. No park hoppers. No park hoppers. Okay. So six days, no park hoppers. So with those six days, are you going to try to hit every park? Yes. Okay. Which parks are you going to be spending more time at or less time at? Uh, we actually chose um, 
Magic Kingdom. We kind of wanted to start our trip there and end our trip there. So we have uh, two days planned at Magic Kingdom and then two days planned at Hollywood Studios for basically Star Wars Uh land. And then one day at Animal Kingdom and one at Epcot. Okay, awesome. Are you guys big Star Wars fans? Uh, My husband and my son are. Okay, awesome. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the parks that you guys are going to be hitting and uh, some of the highlights that you are most excited about. So um, the one that's under the most construction right now, Epcot, what are y'all most excited about for at Epcot? I think at Epcot, we are um, excited about Frozen Ever After. And I really want to meet Mulan. She is my favorite princess. Uh (laughs) And um, I believe the Arts Festival is going on at that time. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. The Festival of the Arts. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Now, do you all have the dining plan? We do. We actually have the deluxe dining plan. Ah, okay. Uh, my husband, my husband really wanted the like all inclusive feel, and with this being our first trip, he kind of wanted to go all out. Yeah, for sure. I totally understand that. Okay. Do you have any dining reservations at Epcot? Yes, we have. Um, I think it's uh, Beer Garden. Uh huh. In the Germany Pavilion. Yes. And then that's uh, for lunch. And then for dinner, we have uh, Le Cellier, uh, I believe, in Canada. Yes. Yep. Yes. We have um, those reservations. Okay. Awesome. And you said that was a dinner reservation? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Le Cellier is my husband's favorite restaurant in Epcot. Okay. So that's that's definitely a good one. All right. Very cool. So Animal Kingdom, what are the highlights you're most excited about at Animal Kingdom? Um, Animal Kingdom, we are very excited for Flight of Passage. We introduced um, our son to Avatar. Okay. So we've kind of been watching that and he's excited for that ride and also the Kilimanjaro Safari I'm looking forward to. Okay. Do you have fast passes for both of those or either of them? Uh, yes, for both of them. Awesome. Okay. What's your third fast pass for? Um, my third fast pass. Pop quiz. Uh, is actually um Expedition Everest. Okay. Awesome. Are you guys big mm-hmm. uh, roller coaster people? I am. We're kind of curious to see how my son is going to take it. He okay. gets very anxious. And kind of freaks out a little bit, and then he gets off the ride. He's like, "That's the greatest ride ever. I want to do it again." <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. So we'll see. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you have any dining reservations at Animal Kingdom? Um, for Animal Kingdom, we actually um, have. Uh, we're planning on going to Flame Tree okay. for lunch, and we have a dinner reservation for Tusker House. Awesome. Okay. Now, are you familiar with mobile ordering? I've heard a lot about it, so I'm really going to attempt to take advantage and use it. Awesome. It is, especially at a place like Flame Tree at lunch, when we were on our trip in December of 2018, 
um, we went to go eat at Flame Tree, and I wasn't really in the hang of using mobile ordering. I knew it existed, but I was like, eh, it's a lot of hassle. Well, we got there, and there were probably 70 people in line to, to just to place their order. And we just wow. sat down inside of the restaurant, but not actually, you know, at the restaurant yet. We sat away from all the, you know, crazy crowd. And I, you know, talked about the menu with my kids. And we, you know, of course, my younger one went back and forth and back and forth on what she wanted. But it was okay. We were sitting off to the side. We figured out what we wanted. We placed our order. I said, hey, we're here. And then we went and found a table and we bypassed the giant line of people. We went and got a table. And by the time we had a table, I got a notification that the food was ready. So wow. it, it's a huge time saver. And the thing I really like about it is you you really can just sit away from all of the fuss and kind of, you know, practice, you know, not practice using it, but really just kind of get used to, you know, how do I navigate through the menu? Like you have time to figure it out and it's still going to save you way more time than if you were waiting in a crazy long line. So definitely take advantage of mobile ordering. Yes. It definitely sounds like that's something to utilize. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. when I'm asking people about their uh, highlights, I usually leave Magic Kingdom for last. But this time, I want to leave Hollywood Studios for last because it sounds like that one's going to be a big one for you guys. So let's talk about Magic Kingdom now. What are the highlights you're most excited about for Magic Kingdom? Well, on our first day, since we are, you know, dealing with the uh, the red eye and the time change and <laughs> and all that. Um, we're going to take it a little bit easy, but we do have um, a couple of fast passes for um, the Barnstormer and Big Thunder. Um, and we do have a dinner reservation for Be Our Guest. Fun. Which I'm very excited because I know I can only be, be there. Uh -huh. so. Um, so we have um, that uh, on the first day. That's what we're looking forward to. Okay. And then you're going to end your trip there as well, right? Yes. And we have uh, fast passes for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Um, and we're really kind of curious to see the differences between like Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean from Disneyland and Disney World. Because uh -huh. I heard there's kind of slight changes, like little differences. So we're excited to kind of check that out. Yeah. Um, and then we also are ending um, our day with a... Uh, dinner at Cinderella's Royal Table. Fun. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So then the one that it sounds like is going to be a pretty big one for your family, Hollywood Studios. What are the highlights you're most excited about there? I can kind of guess what some of them are. Well, um, for um, Hollywood Studios, we actually have um, a breakfast at Hollywood and Vine. Okay. Um, however, I have two different times because I don't know exactly what I'm going to do because Rise of the Resistance is really throwing a wrench in those plans uh -huh. on how to schedule. So there's where the planning, but yet being flexible kind of comes in a little bit. Yeah. And we also have a uh, lunch at, uh, Sci-Fi uh -huh. and dinner at, uh, Brown Derby. Okay. And then we have um, fast passes for Star Tours and um, Indiana Jones and Slinky Dog. But we also have um, building droids. And uh, my son is building a droid. My husband is building a lightsaber. Uh -huh. 
And then we also um, have kind of like a little uh, drinks at uh, Olga's Cantina. We have a reservation for as well. Man, y'all are just doing like the full tour of Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> yeah, so then try to throw in rides and <laughs> in there too. So we'll we'll see how that goes. You know, it's interesting that you talk about Hollywood and Vine because we kind of have a similar conundrum for our trip that we have coming up. And what I have found kind of interesting is that we have we have an eight o'clock reservation. Now, if they change park opening to 8 o'clock, which I expect that they probably will, um, that's definitely going to throw a little bit of a wrench in that um, because I don't really want to be spending the first hour of park opening sitting and eating breakfast. But I was listening to another podcast of someone who was just there, and she was saying that uh, they had almost nowhere open for breakfast. Um, Starbucks was open, but that there was probably a 30 minute wait just to, you know, place an order. They had Woody's lunchbox open for breakfast, but they weren't taking mobile orders, even though they typically have mobile ordering available. And the line to get breakfast was, uh, they said there was probably 50 or 60 people in line. Um, and they ended up getting breakfast at a pretzel cart because it was all they could find that didn't have a crazy long line. And so I'm so torn, you know, because if you if you are eating at Hollywood and Vine when the park opens, you know, you can still get your boarding group from your table there. You know, you can be on the app. Um but then, you know, are you wasting touring time in there? But then if you're not eating there, are you going to be able to find breakfast? It's Hollywood Studios is a conundrum right now. Right. And that's kind of what we're thinking as well, because I do have an eight o'clock as well, but I also have a 925. Ah. So I'm glad I've been holding on to that because <laughs> the same thing It's like, can you do it at eight o'clock? And then everyone's going to be there for the opening of rise. So are the lines going to be like these ridiculous long lines? So yes, we're, we're definitely still torn and playing around with that. Yeah. Yep. I, I totally understand that. Um, okay. Well, it sounds like you guys are going to have a, a couple of very star Wars heavy, but very fun days at Hollywood studios. Yes. So actually, then um, the very next day, we're back at Hollywood Studios. Oh, okay. Okay. That's just your, is this all just your first day at Hollywood Studios? That, yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I yes. thought that was two days pulled into one. Okay. So that's just day one. So let me, on my paper where I take notes, I'm just going to put another column in here. Okay. So what does day two look like? So day two, we kind of have a um, late kind of... Um, breakfast or brunch if you want to call it at Olga's Cantina okay and then we have lunch at the 50s diner okay one of my favorites oh good and um then we have dinner at Mama Melrose's for the um Fantasmic uh-huh the dining I package sure yes so we have that and then that's we're kind of taking it a little easier day four I think we're going to um, focus a little bit more on um, Toy Story Land we have a fast pass for Slinky Dog again okay and then um, the Frozen sing-along and the Beauty and the Beast okay 
show. So I think we're going to yeah, see a, a few more shows. And then once again, try to get Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. Yep. Now, will you all do um, Jedi training while you're there? We might. So okay. here's the thing. My son is deaf. Okay. And we, um, he has a hearing aid and a cochlear implant, so he's able to hear however he likes to utilize the interpreters. Gotcha. Um, so that, that kind of played a role into, you know, picking Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios for their interpreting schedule. Uh-huh. Um, so we're not sure how it's going to work for Jedi training. I don't know if, you know, how soon we can like sign up and request one or they have other um like closed captioning machines and different um things for him to utilize Uh so we don't know yet it's gonna play out so and if we have time i'm sure he would love that okay okay awesome well that's good to know all right Very cool. Well, it sounds like you guys have two very fun-filled days. And I think you're hitting maybe every table service restaurant at Hollywood Studios while you're there. So that is pretty impressive. I think we are. I think, and I'm kind of worried because everything I hear is it's so much food. So um, I'm kind of curious. I, I like that we have breaks throughout the, the day. But yeah, I think that was kind of throwing me off as like trying to schedule all these sit down meals and allowing the appropriate amount of time and then making our fast pass selections and trying to look at maps and see where yeah. kind of everything is. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. That's for sure. Well, and I think, you know, when you have the dining plan, I think a lot of people kind of have this mental game of like, I've paid this money, so I need to make the money as worth it as possible. So I'm going, you know, if, if my, you know, if we're at a buffet, I am just going to eat, you know, everything on the buffet that looks good, I'm going to try it. And if I have a dining package that comes with an appetizer and an entree and a dessert, I am going to get all three by golly, you know, like, I I think we kind Mm -hmm. of play that game. But I think if you're also very cognizant of like, okay, this is a day with three table service meals. I'm going to have, you know, maybe a light lunch, like I'm going to have a salad and it's okay if I'm not quite like maximizing my value. Like I just, I want something a little bit lighter or, you know, you like, I think as long as you're kind of aware of that then, and you're not just like, I am going to eat everything that I have paid for. And, you know, like, I think you can make it so that it's a little bit more enjoyable and a little less like you're trying to win an eating contest. Like I tend to do when I'm at Disney World. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, because we, we see all of those pictures and I'm like, oh, I need to try this and ooh, I need to try that. <laughs> um, but also we um, used it because my son really likes the um, interactions with the characters. So we do have a lot of character meals um, planned. Even like our last day, uh, we're starting with breakfast at the Crystal Palace and ending at, you know, the Royal Table. Uh-huh. Um because he tends to get a little shy when we're waiting in line for the characters. But when they come to the table, he opens up a little more. And he's actually been like, we've been having discussions on like, what would you ask Gaston? What would you ask, you know, whatever other character, you uh-huh. know, but um, so he's, he really enjoys those. Awesome. We wanted to make it yeah, a priority. Yeah. 
Very cool. Well, great. Well, I cannot wait to hear about how it went when you get back. It sounds like you guys have just a ton packed into your trip. So I'm really excited to hear about it. We're excited as well. I can't wait. Awesome. Well, we'll talk to you again soon. Have a good night. Okay. Thanks, Rachel. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, Christina, welcome back from your trip. Thanks, Rachel. How are you? Good. Thank you. Awesome. Well, I am excited to hear all about how your trip went. I'm excited to tell you. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and jump into it. So you guys were going to be getting there on Friday the 7th. So how did your arrival day go? Well, we um, actually took a red-eye flight. So our flight left at 11 p.m. on Thursday. Okay. And it's about a five-hour flight. Um, my first tip would be don't take a red eye <laughs> if you're planning to go to the park that day. So, um, our flight actually arrived about 45 minutes early, but, um, it took my son about an hour to fall asleep on the plane. Mm, okay. So he got about three and a half, four hours of sleep. Okay. And so then our flight arrived 45 minutes earlier. So we um, arrived in Florida at 5.45 a.m. Okay. Which basically made us the first people at <laughs> Magical Express. Uh-huh. So we only had about a 10-minute wait because I was really worried about that because we, you know, I read a lot about how long it takes and there's quite a wait, but we were in and out in like 10 minutes. Okay. Then I made the worst cardinal mistake as a parent i over prepared for everything for this trip uh -huh. and i forgot his medication oh no so it wasn't until we were standing in line waiting for the magical express when i realized i have everything except for the number one most important thing oh no so that made things a little interesting and i went into panic mode a little bit yeah so not only were we tired and exhausted, then all of a sudden the adrenaline started rushing because I realized I had forgot the medication. Yeah. So luckily we were able to call my mother-in-law and she was able to um, overnight the medication. So at least we knew we would have it on Saturday. Okay. So once we got that figured out, we um, headed to our hotel, which we were staying at Pop Century. Okay. We did our check-in online, but I also heard that you should kind of check in at the front desk to activate um, our meal plan because we were on the deluxe meal plan. Okay. So um, we did that and then checked in our bags with the, um, I think it's with a bell check, bell service. Yeah, bell services. Um, mm -hmm. So we checked in our bags and then we walked to the Skyliner only to realize that they do not go to Magic Kingdom. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then we had to walk all the way back and take the bus. Okay. So once we got to the buses, it wasn't really a long line. It wasn't too bad. So we actually um, got to see the opening show at the castle. Nice. Yes. So that was that was fun to see, which that ca that castle is so much bigger than Disneyland. Yes. So it was really interesting to see the, the difference. Uh -huh. um, so then we um, 
walked around a little bit just to kind of get our, you know, feeling, you know, where exactly we were. Um, and we stopped for breakfast and had a Mickey waffle. Where did you get a Mickey waffle from? I think we were in Fantasyland, or that's where we were kind of headed. Okay. So there was just a little stand, and um, my husband uh, got a churro ice cream sandwich, so breakfast of champions. Uh-huh. And our first ride was actually a Barnstormer. We had a fast pass for that. Okay. And we headed to Under the Sea. There was no wait. Um, and then we did Haunted Mansion. Okay. And at that point, waiting in line for Haunted Mansion, we realized that we needed the DAS Pass for my son. Ah, okay. (laughs) So the other thing that we noticed um, from being frequent uh, Disneyland um, goers are the queues are so long. Mm -hmm. and But they're so interactive and they're just so much different. So it was really cool. And they had, um, in the queue, there was, I I think it was like supposed to be like, maybe like a coffin, (laughs) but they had like books that popped out that you could touch and they had like musical instruments that you could kind of, you know, play with that made noise. Mm -hmm. Um, so that kept him busy and that was good, but really we just knew at that point, okay, he's going to need a little help. Yeah. So once we did that ride, we went back to the front of the park to get a DAS pass, which was actually really um, an easy process. They do it a little differently at Disneyland. So this was much easier than what I was used to. Okay. So it was about 10 minutes. My son is um, deaf among other issues. And for us, the overstimulation and all those things, it just kind of really made it hard. Mm -hmm. But this was a lifesaver. I mean, it was really um, impressive. So we were, we we're very happy about that. It took, you know, only like 10 minutes. And then we headed off to lunch, which our first meal was actually at Liberty Tree. Okay. Really good food. We really enjoyed that. Awesome. So once we were done with uh, lunch, we headed over to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and uh, got a DAS pass for that one. Okay. For us to be able to basically wait in line doing other things was just so nice. So we were able, you know, to go and do the teacups or, you know, walk around more and look at the castle and, and do, you know, those other things while we were killing the time. So that was super helpful. Yeah. I think it's so great that they offer that Pete for, for guests who really can't just, you know, stand and, you know, especially for things like Seven Dwarves that you would be in that queue for a long time. So I mm-hmm. like that they give families the flexibility to, you know, still enjoy yourselves. And, you know, you're not getting a leg up on anybody else. You're not getting to ride it any faster than anybody else, but you're getting to, you know, keep your son and your family in a, you know, still in a happy, good state of mind. Right. Which I think for a lot of us parents, it's very difficult because you, you almost don't want to like, you, you feel like you're getting special privileges. So it's really hard as a parent. So that's why like, we really did attempt to like, not need it. 
And yeah. then once you do, and then you realize like, okay, mm-hmm. we definitely need it. But um, so then we just kind of um, took it really easy this first day because we were, we were tired, we were crabby, we had no medicine. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of walked around and took it all in. Um, and then we had a, um, a dining reservation for Be Our Guest. Okay. So, which um, we were sat in the uh, Rose Garden area, which is super cute. It has like a big musical box with Beast and Belle and all the pictures from the movie. And Mm -hmm. it was really nice. Like after while we were waiting for meals, they said, oh, feel free to walk around. And the West Ring was really cool. And then the ballroom with the snow, like they really do it up. I mean, yeah. it just is amazing. Yep, I totally agree. So, and then they had the cutest little dessert. My son got like a little white chocolate chip with like little colored chocolate so he could paint. And um, it it was just really good. Fun. So after dinner, then you get to go meet the beast, which I saw... Beauty and the Beast at the Chicago Theater like 20 years ago. Uh And I had a little stuffed beast animal. And we just happened to be like packing up things and and organizing. And my my son found this and he had to bring it. So we actually, when we met the beast, he has the mini version and he is just so happy (laughs) that he has this mini beast. And so there's pictures of them together. So it was super cute. And he loved that. And then after dinner, we pretty much called it a day. Okay. Awesome. The next day, what park did you guys do that day? We went to Animal Kingdom was our second day. Animal Kingdom. All right. How did that go? Well, we were trying to decide what to do after this whole medicine snafu. So Mm -hmm. we didn't know if we were going to stay at the hotel and just kind of you know, maybe make it a pool day or just relax until we received the package. Um, But we decided, you know what, we're just going to toughen it out and we're going to make the best of it. Mm -hmm. So we were very tired in the morning, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) once we started moving, we were pretty good. Um, When we got to the park, my son had a, a meltdown It was a little rough, but um, once we moved on and and got over it, it turned out to be such a great day. Oh, good. So we stopped um, in the morning. We stopped and took pictures in front of the Tree of Life. We had um, the, we did the photo pass package. Mm -hmm. So especially for a family of three um just being able to be in all the pictures yeah it's so it's so great um so my husband was really sweet because I am a sucker for a photo package mm-hmm. it doesn't we're where so every time he saw a, a photographer he's like hey let's take a picture <laughs> and I was like okay I'm down um so we took pictures in front of the tree of life and then they have a macaw show in the morning okay so we stopped and we watched that, which my son really enjoyed. 
And then our first fast pass of the day was for the Kilimanjaro Safari. Okay. So while we were waiting for that, we decided to stop at a snack cart that was kind of like in front of the safari area. Okay. And we stopped and uh, we got some coffee and strawberries and pretzels. And that was our first little hit of pixie dust. And we were given two Simba pretzels instead of one. Oh, fun. Just because. Um, So then we um, hopped on the safari, which was awesome and such a great way to start the day yeah that's real i mean i know that there's got to be some like hidden barriers (laughs) or something there but it just seems like they're right there yeah like they could just at any moment walk up to that you know little um safari bus yeah so that was that was really really neat to see so cool Mm -hmm. so after the safari we headed um over to Pandora. Um, but on the way there was, um, I think they were African drummers or some kind of like little show. Um, and my son loves music. So he's like, I, I want to watch. So uh-huh. we stopped and watched that for, for a little while. Fun. And then um, headed over to Pandora. Okay. That is beautiful yeah totally agree yeah i mean that is a great land they did an awesome job Mm -hmm. so once we were there we um stopped and grabbed a dash pass for nabi river okay and then my husband out of all people decided he wanted his face painted (laughs) (laughs) okay so we um we found a face painter and they did like the Navi warrior face painting. So um, my son went first and then I think the face painter cast member thought my husband was kidding when he was like, I'm next. <laughs> so he hopped up in the chair and we were talking and it comes to find out that he was actually moving to Las Vegas, which is where we're from. Okay. So we were standing and talking to him for a while while he was painting our faces and um, just talking about the town and and everything. And then we were hit with more pixie dust and he um, waived the fee for the face painting for the whole family, which was so nice. Yeah. And so then as we were walking through the park, everyone would be like, oh, there's a family of Navi. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so that was, so that was fun. And then while we were still waiting for um, our DAS pass return time, they have a little area where they have um, these built in like drums into these like rocks. Uh And so my son just played, there for a while I mean he could have he could have been there an hour and he would have been great (laughs) um so he was playing with all those and then the show that was associated with all those drums actually came um when he was playing so we sat and we watched the whole show and he participated in the show oh fun um yeah which he he really enjoyed um and then afterwards we were able to do uh Navi River okay which was, um, we really enjoyed that. That was really nice. We had introduced my son to the movie Pandora 
before, you know, we came to the park just so he would have some kind of idea. Yeah. To, you know, to really enjoy it, like my husband and I. Mm -hmm. So um, that was really neat to see that. Um, So once we were done there, we went and did a DAS pass for uh, Flight of Passage. Okay. So we um, went, there's lots of walking trails there, which was nice Mm -hmm. because the the weather was actually pretty good in the beginning of the week for us. Uh Uh-huh. So we did some trails and then I think the character, I think it was from up, but there's a big giant bird. Uh Uh-huh. Kevin. Kevin. Yes. So Kevin was walking around. So we were able to um, stop and see him for a minute. We ran into Pocahontas, but we just missed her for the line to to take pictures. Um, so we were just able to wave and, um, and keep going. So we just did a little bit of walking around and then we came back to, um, Pandora for flight of passage, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's a really, really cool ride, which I'm kind of glad. So prepping for, um disney world we were introducing my son to some movies he hasn't seen we showed him some ride videos he tends to panic right before the ride so i look like that parent who is forcing my child who is crying on the ride right uh-huh. and then by by the end his arms are up and he's like Woo-hoo! <laughs> and loves it yeah but um so we kind of wanted to prep him a little bit for that so he had seen part of that ride video so he was he was pretty good and he loved it he thought it was the great so we ended up getting a fast pass for flight of passage at like eight o'clock at night uh-huh so once he wrote it again he's like i want to do that again and we're like okay but you have to wait until nighttime. Mm. We'll come back and we'll ride it later. Yeah. So um, he was okay with that. And we um, we walked around a little bit more and then left Pandora and ended up headed towards Expedition Everest. Okay. So we had a fast pass for that. So we headed over there. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a scary ride. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little much, you know. My son was a trooper and he literally like rode everything, even rides. My husband was like, I think I'm going to pass. My son was like, we're going to do it. Um, So we didn't realize it went backwards as much as it did. Mm -hmm. So that was a little interesting. I mean, it was, it was a cool ride, but um, yeah, just a little warning on that one for youngins. Yeah. Um, so we, um, did that ride and then, um, we had reservations for lunch at Tusker house. Okay. How was that? Character interactions were great. Okay. Um, food, we weren't that impressed. Okay. So it was definitely more of the experience and, and the characters, so for us, the food, we weren't too impressed with the, the the food, honestly, or we didn't feel like there was a big um, selection, especially for my son, who's kind of a picky eater. Okay. So 
it was it was worth it to us just for the you know the characters and the interaction that was fine but yeah but yeah it definitely wasn't you know a top favorite okay all right so um the characters were really great like Minnie came and I guess the table next to us they had their kids face were painted so she was like pointing to all of us (laughs) which was cute and then uh Donald came up to our table and my son signed to him that he was number one. Uh-huh. And so it was awesome because Donald knew sign language. Aww. And so he was signing with my son. He's like, I'm the number one animal. And he was so excited. Aww. And then my son had an autograph book. And so he was signing the autograph book. And he was, you know, telling them this is my name. And, you know, here's my autograph and stuff. So my son really, like, thought that was just great. Oh, fun. Yeah. So for us hands out, like, we're like, okay, that was it. That was great. Mm-hmm. So then after um, that, we ended up. Going over to, I think it's Dino Land. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we went to Dino Land and we did, there was a little roller coaster there that I can't think of the name. Primeval Whirl? Maybe. Maybe that was it. Um, so we just kind of did some of those little rides um, there. My, my son has a, a fear of dinosaurs for some reason. So okay. like, he wasn't like thrilled to go to Dino Land. And uh-huh. then once we walked past it and he saw all like these little carnival rides and things, he's like, wait, what's that? <laughs> and we're like, this is Dino Land. And then, okay, it was acceptable. We could go in uh, there okay, and you okay. know, he could check it out. So um, we took some pictures in there and then um, did just a little few of those rides and those like little carnival games. Okay. And then we headed back to um, Pandora, which is even cooler at night Uh than it is during the day. So, I mean, just the way things glow in the ground. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just awesome. Yeah. Super cool. So my husband was just like, this is so great and amazing. So we did the fast pass for Flight of Passage again, uh-huh. which we, my husband and I both have like different varying degrees of motion sickness. Okay. Even for us, it was like, just when you think, okay, I think I'm going to start getting motion sick. It's like the ride is over. Uh-huh. So it's like the perfect length. It's just like, it's so cool. So um, after that, we headed back towards the front of the park and we were able to see um, the show that they do on the Tree of Life. I think it's the Tree of Life Awakening. Yes. Yes. So we stopped and we watched that. And after the little show, um, we called we called it a day. Awesome. Okay. so we headed back to. our room and then when we got into our room there was a little package for us waiting on our little desk oh good so that made everything and then it was like oh since we delivered there will be a six dollar charge to your room Uh (laughs) uh-huh but it was just so nice and convenient that it was just there waiting for us yeah so um 
that was that was kind of like the perfect way to, to end the night because we knew you know we'd be ready to go for you know day three yeah awesome okay so then what was day three day three was um hollywood studios okay how did that day go that day um started off good it was really early because this was the day we decided we were going to try for rise of the resistance okay so on the way back we had stopped the day before we were kind of looking at the skyliner and when it started running and all that so we talked to one of the cast members and they said if you're tempting rise you cannot take the skyliner in the morning because it doesn't even open until the park opens yeah so you basically have to take the bus or you know an uber or lyft Mm -hmm. so my husband tried to get a minivan, but there was nothing available. Mm-hmm. So we were actually able to grab a bus at 645. Okay. So in trying to prepare for the trip, I actually ended up with two ADRs for a Hollywood and Vine breakfast, one at 8 o'clock and one at 9, 9.25. So okay. we were really trying to decide which one we should take. So we decided well, we're going to be at the park early anyway, and we might as well keep the eight o'clock because you can be anywhere in the park when you're trying to grab a boarding pass. Right. So that's what, so that was kind of our plan. So we headed to um, the park and we were probably in there by seven fifteen, I think. Okay. And we headed, they kind of kept us all in like that main strip area. Uh-huh. So we, there's really nothing to do except for wait in line at Starbucks. Right. <laughs> or go and do a job. So we waited um, and grabbed a coffee at Starbucks while we were waiting. And then we were able to um, kind of veer off from everyone else and go to our breakfast at Hollywood and Vine. Okay. So while we were waiting to check in, we were kind of sitting out on the benches waiting and we were still outside at eight o'clock when the boarding groups opened. So my husband was able to grab one and we were actually considered a backup group. We were number 77. Okay. And I guess everything after 64 was considered backup. So then my husband was like super disappointed and I told him like, don't worry, they've been getting up to a hundred. Don't worry. We'll Uh be fine. So then we went to um, we went to breakfast, and it was Disney Junior characters. Mm-hmm. So it was like Doc McStuffins, it's Fancy Nancy. Like so, I mean, my son's nine. I mean, he's a little old for that, but he definitely remembered watching those cartoons. Uh huh. So he was fine, and for him, honestly, it could be any character, and he's down for it. Aww. He's like, I will take your autograph. Let's yeah. take pictures. Like. So we were fine. So that was actually, that was just a, a simple breakfast, buffet breakfast, mm-hmm. um, had your standard and stuff. So that wasn't bad. That was, that was pretty good. So then after breakfast, we headed to um, Batu to get a uh, DAS pass for Smuggler's Run. Okay. So while we were waiting for that, we went around the park and we took pictures with all the photo pass photographers uh-huh. and we did um the 360 one, we did some um, magic shots. So um, that was fun. And then we went to go see the Muppets 3D show. Okay. So um, once we um, 
finished that show, which that was that was a cute little show. Mm-hmm. Um, we headed back to Batu because then our time was up, our return time. This was your return time for Smuggler's Run? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they had asked my son how old he was, and they determined that he was old enough to be a pilot. Okay. So he was super excited because this whole time he was like, I want to be a gunner. I want to be a gunner. And then he got to be a pilot. And, you know, that was all he needed to hear. So my son and my husband were um, able to be pilots and I was a gunner. Okay. My husband and son are terrible pilots. (laughs) (laughs) But um, they, um, they loved it. My son loved it. My husband actually felt like he had a lot of motion sickness because he was a pilot Mm, yeah so he was kind of okay one and done like I you know we've experienced it it's cool you know let's let's go yeah so we um we walked around there and my husband was wearing a shirt that had Chewbacca all over it Mm -hmm. and there were stormtroopers that were walking around and they stopped my husband and told him that he was with the wrong allegiance. And (laughs) my, my son thought that was like the greatest thing ever. (laughs) So then after the one thing I will say is with getting a boarding pass for rise, you almost it's like it takes over your entire day. Yeah. Because you feel like, well, what if I'm at, you know, lunch? What about if I have a fast pass for this or, you know, whatever? So it really feels like your day is completely controlled by <laughs> yep. by this, um, this one ride. So while we were um, waiting for that, we walked around and we ended up um, in Toy Story Land. Okay. So we did a dash pass for Slinky Dog, and then we walked over um, to Woody's lunchbox and took a little break and got some drinks and um, some tachos. Okay, which were those were good. Mm-hmm. Then we had a fast pass for Star Tours. So after a little snack, we walked over, and my husband decided that he was going to skip that. So. Uh, my son and I went over to Star Tours, which I actually get motion sickness, so my eyes are pretty much closed half the ride. Uh-huh. But the things you do for your kids. Right. <laughs> and so um, we did that. And as we were um, walking by, he saw the Jedi training show uh-huh. going on. And he um, wanted to do it so bad after he actually saw it in action. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons we had picked um, uh, Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios in these orders is because those were the days that they had interpreters on site. Okay. So um, about a week or two before you go to the park, you can request the schedule for all the shows that are interpreted Mm -hmm. now for me I'm kind of like the planner who you know I want to I want to have a solid plan but still be able to be somewhat flexible right but then Disney kind of programs you where you're like your restaurants are six months out your Mm -hmm. bath passes are two months out you know so when you kind of somewhat have a plan and then you get the schedule that's like you know, this show is interpreted only at 4 p.m. This one is done at 1 p.m., you know. So that also kind of throws a little, like, 
wrench in your plan of trying to schedule out your days. Uh-huh. So for Jedi training, I had emailed them, like you're supposed to email like two weeks prior whenever requesting an interpreter that's not at a particular show or event. Okay. And I said, my son would like to do Jedi training. Um, how would I request an interpreter? Because you can't obviously sign up two weeks in advance. And they told me that the interpreter was really for the people who are in the audience. Ah, okay. And that the stage is rather small for them to fit an interpreter on the stage. What they did was they sent me the entire script of the show. Ah, okay. And then they sent me a video of the show and how everything is performed. Mm -hmm. So I was able to look over the script, find out, because, you know, they have a certain, you know, left, right, duck, you know. Yeah. Those type of instructions. So I just wanted to make sure, even though my son does have, you know, AIDS and, you know, um, other things, so he can, he does have the ability to hear, but, you know, that's in, like, perfect situation. Right. So... I was able to go through that program and pick out what I needed and prepare him and show him the video to be like, this is what's going to happen. And that was their way to kind of help me prepare him for the show. So, which was nice because we honestly, I didn't even know if there were going to be spots available. Right. So after um, he saw that and we did star tours, we met back up with my husband and then we had a fast pass for the Indiana Jones stunt show. Okay. So as we were walking there, we actually noticed the sign that said Jedi training signups here. Mm-hmm. And then they actually had openings available. Oh, good. So because I, you know, I had, you know, read there like, you have to get there first thing in the morning and, you know, make sure you sign up. And I was like, there's no way. Um, so we went and they actually had, um, times later on in the evening so it was kind of like right after our dinner reservations so we were able to sign him up so he was super excited so once we signed him up for that we went back to indiana jones to watch the show and then we had um an adr for sci-fi diner okay So um, we actually ended up going there just a little bit early to see if we could check in because we wanted to allow enough time for my son to get to Jedi training, Mm -hmm. which they had actually, they had no problem. They were able to squeeze us in, I think like maybe 20 minutes early. Okay. And um, once again, the decor and everything was super cool. We got to sit in a car and my son loved that. Fun. Um, that was that was really um, that was really good. But you know what? Now that I think about, it, that was actually lunch, not dinner. Uh, Sci-fi okay. was lunch. Okay. So um, at that time, we were um, our boarding group was called about two okay. thirty. So the one thing about the deluxe dining meal, way too much food. Mm, yeah way too much food so we had no room for dessert Mm -hmm. so they actually gave us some milkshakes to go and some water okay 
so that was that was nice. So then we went um, back to um, Batu to um, ride Rise of the Resistance. So even though we we had a boarding group, we were actually able to use um, the DAS pass um, in conjunction with it, so we could go through what I'm assuming might be a fast pass entrance in yeah. the future. Yeah. So we were able to do, um, to, to go that way. So that was, that was super helpful and it's, it's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool. And the way they do it, I don't know how they do it, but it's like, you're going in one way and going, coming back out the other way. And my husband had my son convinced that we were in outer space. Uh (laughs) And my son always looks at me like, is he just messing with me? (laughs) But he, um, so he had convinced that, that we were there for a little bit. So after we did the ride, we walked around Batu for a little bit. Um, and then we had a reservation for Ogo's Cantina. Okay. We just um, stopped in just to have a, a drink and kind of check it out. Mm-hmm. Atmosphere is super cool. Drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Uh-huh. Um, so, so that was fun. And then... Um, we walked around a little bit more and there was a, a Kylo Ren and Stormtroopers show that we stopped for and we watched. Uh-huh. And then we stopped uh, for blue milk to okay. give that a try. What did you all think of the blue milk? My husband wasn't a fan. Um, my son and I, we were, we were kind of okay with it. You okay. know, it's a, it's a little slushy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the only way I can describe it is... Maybe the leftover milk from like Fruit Loops or Fruity Pebbles <laughs> uh-huh. or, or something, and then it's like slushy. Okay. So I mean, so if you like that flavor, it's, it's not bad. Okay. Then we we had um, dinner reservations at Brown Derby. Okay. And um, we actually we bumped that up a little early as well for. Um, Jedi training. Okay. Um, so that was amazing. Yeah. That food was really good. I think throughout the whole entire trip, my, my husband was like, that was the best steak. Okay. Out of every place. So that was really, really good. Um, and then after our dinner, we headed um, back for Jedi training. Okay. Um, and I think that was my son's like he was living his best life during that he just absolutely loved it and he was excited because i guess you can either fight um darth vader or kylo ren and he was in the darth vader group Uh so that was really excited so still to this day you know he's walking around using the force and (laughs) you know like playing with his stuff so um he absolutely loved it um, then we, um, had a fast pass for Slinky Dog. So we went back to Toy Story. Okay. That, that's a really, that's a great ride. Um, we stopped and met Jesse and then it was time for my husband to build a lightsaber. Okay. So then we had it back to Star Wars land, <laughs> which now I know why people walk like 12 miles a day. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so we went and um, 
my husband was building the lightsaber. Um, and while we were able to go in with him okay. and, and watch the whole thing. So that was neat. And then once you're done building your lightsaber, they actually have like photo pass photographers there that take pictures with you and your lightsaber. Okay. So while my husband was busy doing that, I took my son to one of the, you know, shops and let him buy his own lightsaber. Okay. That was more reasonable. Yeah. Um, so then as we were um, kind of getting ready to kind of call it a day, we were heading towards the front of the park and there was no line for Olaf. Okay. So we stopped in there and took... Um, Took pictures with him. Fun. And then um, one of the cast members was walking around and he had like the, he had lightsabers with him and he saw my son with his lightsabers. So he whipped his out and the two of them are fighting with their lightsabers, Uh which my son just thought was so cool. It was so (laughs) fun. Um, so, and my son had a red lightsaber and he's like, are you on the dark side? And, you know, so they're, they're going at it for, you know, for like a minute and that was fun. And then we headed, um, to the Skyliner and took the Skyliner for the first time back to the hotel. Okay. What did y'all think of the Skyliner? Loved it. Good. Yeah. I mean, even when you, you're waiting in line and the line was just like crazy long, it moves so quickly. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the way to go. Yeah. So um, we went to the hotel and when you're on the dining package, you get those refillable cups. So we went to fill fill those up, um, the food court, and then we had some tie-dye cheesecake, which Ooh. was really good way to end the day. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So then we called it a night. Okay. Very cool. Okay, so then the next day, Monday the 10th, what did you guys do that day? Um, that day we headed back to Hollywood Studios. Okay, so a repeat day. Yes, repeat day. However, my husband decided that waking up so early for Rise, like he was really okay with the one time. Yeah. So we actually were able to sleep in a little bit and just waited until the Skyliner opened and took it to to the park. Okay. So um, what we learned is Hollywood Studio, not a lot of places open to eat in the morning. Yeah. So um, we ended up grabbing a DAS pass for Rock and Roller Coaster. And then we headed over to um, Star Wars Land and went to Ronto's Roasters, which was really good. The wraps were really good. Okay. Um, my son had a droid appointment. Um, so we headed over there to let him build his droid. Okay. Um, and they would allow you to show up like 15 minutes early for your appointment. So we went ahead and, um, checked in and built a droid, which was really cool. That was something my husband and him could like do together. Yeah. So once you're done with that, across from the shop where you build them, they have like a little mat area where the kids can play with your droids. Cause really that's the only place you can take them out. Yeah. So we did that for uh, uh, for a little bit and let him play. And then we went back to the shop and we had them deliver the droid to the front of the park for us. Okay. Because I knew my son was not going to carry that around for 10 hours during yeah. the day. Yep. So and he he was actually really good with, you know, with that idea. So yeah, and those things are heavy. 
They are. I had no idea how heavy they actually were. Yeah. So we headed back um, to Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay. Which did not realize that it went upside down in the dark. Yeah, that's an intense roller coaster. Yes. So after that, we told my son he never had to ride it again. He was not happy with that one. So we took him to um, Lightning McQueen Racing School. Okay. And um, then we went to um, grab a DAS pass for Tower of Terror. Okay. And then we had a fast pass for Frozen Sing Along. So we quickly grabbed a snag, headed over to Frozen, which is such a fun show. Oh, yeah, for sure. The historians are there basically for the adults. For sure. Yep. And then the kids singing. Yeah. So um, we did that. We enjoyed it a lot. Okay. And then we had an ADR for 50s prime time. Okay. So we headed to um, 50s prime time for lunch, which was great. We enjoyed that a lot. Awesome. That's one of my favorite table service restaurants. Yes. And, you know, we had one of the, the, the waitress. She was really good. She played it up, but just the right amount. Uh-huh. You know, um, peanut butter and jelly shake. Awesome. So good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, so then after lunch, we went to Tower of Terror, but it was just me and my son. My husband has refused to go on that ride with me ever again. <laughs> um, so because my son was so brave to go on that with me, um, we let him get his face painted. So he okay. could turn it in which at whatever park he wanted to, to, um, to use it at. Mm-hmm. So we then had a very early dinner reservation um for mama melrose for the phantasmic show okay so but with the dining plan we just could not possibly fit any more food in our Uh so luckily they were able to exchange our time from four to six okay so that worked out great so we had a fast pass for slinky dog so then we headed back to toy story land and then after we um, did that, we headed over to meet some um, characters. Okay. So we did that. And then we ended up um, going to do Toy Story Mania. Okay. And um, I won. So <laughs> nice. We just had to, Mom won. She took it. So um, we did a dash for Swirling Saucers. Okay. Um, and then we got to go to Mama Melrose for the Fantasmic Show. Okay, awesome. How was that dinner? Uh, that was good. We enjoyed that a lot. Um, and then after we did that, we um, went to the show. And it just kind of timed out kind of perfectly. And then we headed to the front of the park where we picked up my son's droid which that was a super easy process good and then we took the um skyliner back to the hotel awesome okay all right so then the next day thursday the 11th what did you all do that day um that day we went to epcot okay how was that we loved it um we stopped at a bakery um, in Norway for um, school bread and coffee. Okay. 
um, which we really enjoyed. And then we had a fast pass for the Frozen ride. Okay. What did your son think of that? He loved it. Oh, good. It was for him. It was kind of like a modern Pirates of the mm. Caribbean ride. Uh huh. So he thought that was um, he thought that was fun. Um, we stopped and took pictures with Minnie Mouse, okay. and then we did the Figment ride. Uh huh. Which is a little weird for but sure. We don't have that at Disneyland. So yeah. We wanted to make sure we checked it out. Uh huh. Um, but then we stopped to meet um, Joy and Ralph and Vanellope. Um, so that was really great because it allowed my husband to wait in line um, while my son played with those um, little imagination games that they had there. Yes. Yep. Um, so that was perfect. And then we stopped in um, Mexico and rode the three Caballeros, which okay. my husband loved. Uh-huh. Um, that's kind of more our <laughs> era. Uh-huh. Um, so that was cool. We stopped in China and my son um, got a sugar animal. Okay. And so they had this cool thing where they you had to spin the wheel and whatever animal it landed on, the man, you know, made for you. So my son um, spun a monkey. Okay. Um, then we stopped for a pretzel in Germany and we had lunch um, there. Okay. The festival was the Festival of the Arts going on. So they Uh had all these cool, famous paintings that you could um, take your picture in. Uh Uh-huh. So that was fun. We did a lot of those. Yeah. Um, And then we walked through France and then went to the American Pavilion. Okay. So... My husband was really worried beforehand that we had so many snack credits left. Mm. And I told him, we haven't even made it to Epcot yet. (laughs) And sure enough, yeah, we used them like all there. Yeah. Um, So then we um, walked around and stopped in Japan and we um, picked a pearl. Okay. Which was really, really neat. And my son bought a hand fan and the cashier said, would you like your name written in Japanese? Hmm. And so they wrote his name on his fan for him. Fun. Yeah. So he really liked that. And then my husband actually booked us a uh, babysitter. Okay. So we had a um, hotel room. Um, she came to the to the hotel room and you had to book in like four hour minimum blocks. Uh-huh. Did you all use kids night out? Yes. Okay. So she was great. She would text us. She sent us pictures. She was giving us updates. And then my husband and I headed back to Epcot and we had dinner reservations at Le Cellier. Cellier. How was that? That was really good. Um, The only issue we had was they were 45 minutes behind. Oh, okay. In the reservations, which was such a bummer because we had the babysitter. We thought we had all this extra time to see, you know, but we didn't, but we still had a nice dinner. And then, um, we um, had to head back to Japan because I decided to get a setting for my my pearl that we picked. Okay. 
And so um, we headed back there and we were able to stop in Morocco and in Paris. And then that was that was kind of it. So we left and then went back to the hotel and just called it a night. Gotcha. Okay, cool. All right. So then um, Wednesday, the 12th, what was your park that day? We decided to end our park, um, our trip at Magic Kingdom. Okay, Magic Kingdom. So how did that day go? Um, That was good. We actually slept in a little bit and we took the bus um, to Magic Kingdom about 830. Okay. And then we had a fast pass for Seven Dwarves. And then we had an ADR for breakfast at Crystal Palace. Okay. How did that go? Um, that was good. Um, it's buffet style. The food was good. Um, characters were a little bit slow making their way around. Uh huh. So we only um, met Pooh and Eeyore, and we gave my son the option if he wanted to wait for the other characters or go on rides. Uh huh. So he actually decided to go on rides. Okay. So then we grabbed a, a dash pass for pirates, and they let us just go right through because there really was no wait. Okay. Um, which was nice. And then we had a fast pass for Thunder Mountain. All right. Then we went to Peter Pan. Okay. And then we had a fast pass for Small World. So while we were waiting for that, we went to Gaston's Tavern, and we took some. We had some drinks, took a little break. Okay. The waiting queue. Um, for um, Small World was different because, you know, it's indoors and ours right. is outdoors at Disneyland. So uh-huh. once again, it's so neat just to see the little differences. Yeah. Um, we had Tony's Town Square parade package for lunch. Okay. That was really great. And so then after lunch, we kind of ended it at a perfect time where okay. we could just head directly to the... Uh, kind of like flagpole area where they have reserved seating. Uh-huh. So that was really, really nice. Then after the parade, we went over to Monster's Laugh Floor and okay. we submitted a joke. Okay. Um, which didn't get chosen, but that was a really <laughs> cute show. Um, then we headed to meet uh, Stitch, who is a great character interaction. Yeah. Then we stopped at Cheshire's Cat, um, little snack shop for the cat tail and a uh-huh. slushie. Okay. Slushy was really good. Yeah. Um, then we headed off to um, Buzz Lightyear. Okay. We did that. And then um, my son really wanted to do the teacup, so we got a fast pass for that. All right. Um once again, the things you do for your children, that, <laughs> that one makes me not so great. Yeah. Then we had a um, final dinner reservation for Cinderella's Royal Castle. Okay. How did that dinner go? That dinner went really, really good. They gave all the boys swords. Uh-huh. They gave, you know, they gave me a wand. And then you meet Cinderella. And they, because Ethan's, a, you know, like the only boy that's in there. Uh-huh. They played up with him where it's like, you know, are you going to slay the dragon for mm. me? And, you know, all that. So that was really fun. Fun. We were able, we saw a, a proposal take place. Oh, cute. 
So that was cute. And then we were there rather late. So we actually got to see the fireworks from sitting in the castle. Oh, cool. Yeah. So they pumped the music in and that was, that was really neat. Oh, neat. And so after dinner, we headed over to the people mover. Uh-huh. That was cool. And then we um, went to Aladdin's Flying Carpets and stopped for Dole Whips because, you know, Disney's not complete without a Dole Whip. <laughs> and um, then headed to Pirates of the Caribbean and then decided to call it a night. And we stopped at some gift shops on the way back and uh-huh. um, took some more photos in front of the castle and um, headed back to the hotel. Awesome. Okay. And then that next day was your departure day. So how did that day go? Um, That day went um, fine. We decided when we got to the hotel, because we basically opened and closed Magic Kingdom. Uh Uh-huh. We stayed up rather late packing and making sure that everything was to go in the morning. So our... um, our Magic Express left at like 7.35. And when they say 7.35, they mean 7.35. Yeah. <laughs> really mean. Um, so we had a flight, at, I think, at like 10 o'clock in the morning. So it was it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no problems when we got home. I'm so happy that we took Friday off. Normally when we travel, we go to work the next day. Uh-huh. So, but we didn't have to. Um, so we had a nice long weekend to recover so which we good (laughs) awesome okay very cool well looking back on your trip overall did you learn anything this trip that will make you do something differently on your next trip um I I think what we realized is that the two parks that we spent only one day at actually turned out to be our favorite parks Uh uh-huh and we really wish we would have spent more days there. Mm, yeah. Um, so we learned that. And also, you just can't see everything. Yeah. Yep. Totally agree with that. That's, that's yeah, that's what we take from it. Okay. I'm interested. You know, so I usually ask people what tip they would give to a first timer. But with your specific situation, with you having a son who has some special needs, what one tip would you give to a first timer going to Disney with someone in their family having special needs? Don't feel guilty about the DAS path. Mm, yeah. And I would also say... When you're making your original plan, since you have to do them so far out, make sure that you leave it open, um, especially if you do need interpreters or anything like that, so you can take account for the shows that have the interpreters. Because mm-hmm. otherwise we used like, um, they had closed captioning machines and things like that that you can use. And everybody's hearing degrees of hearing loss are very different. So they have lots of great options for you, but really leave yourself open so you can take advantage of them on those days. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. And then my last question, do you all have a return trip in mind for the future, either to Disney world or Disneyland? Yes. And Disneyland, we're hoping to go in September for just a weekend getaway with just my husband and I. Okay. Awesome. 
Very cool. Well, it sounds like you guys had so much fun and I know you had, you know, to build in a lot of flexibility just based on, you know, what works for your family. But I'm so glad to hear that you guys were still able to have such a great time. Yes, there was, you know, there were some timeouts and, and honestly, you know, you can have timeouts anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but Yes, lots and lots of great moments and memories were definitely made. And I'm so glad that we took this trip. Awesome. All right. Very cool. Well, thank you again for coming on and have a great day. Thank you so much, Rachel. All right. Bye. Bye. Big thanks to Christina for coming on the show this week. Don't forget to rate the show or submit a review and also submit any trips that you have coming up. The link is in the show notes, so it's super easy to find. That is it for this week. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at mouseandbackpod. Please rate this podcast or leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show, but most importantly, have an awesome week. Bye, everybody. <laughs>